Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. This is Life in Perspective, Episode 6, Out of Focus. (laughs) Let's get it. Welcome to Life in Perspective, episode six. I am excited to be back with you guys. We dropped two episodes in one week because last week I dropped the ball, but it's okay. You know, we are back in motion. We are back on track. And that's the thing, you know, when you fall off, when you fall short, when you miss the mark, the thing that you need to do is get right back into it. Don't allow the enemy to pressure you with guilt that further keeps you out of alignment with the will of God. And that my friends, is what we are going to talk about today, alignment. This episode is entitled Out of Focus. And if I am completely honest with you guys, prior to Monday, prior to March 1st, I was living life out of focus. Now, for everyone who may not be familiar with that terminology, um, I work in television, you know, I work in um, content creation, and there is a term that we use when what I am seeing through the lens is not clear, right? It's sometimes extremely blurry, and I can't make out what is happening, right? I can't see it clearly. This lens that I'm looking through is supposed to be clear. It's supposed to be crisp, especially if you paid a lot of money for it. (laughs) Um, It was really interesting because God dropped that on my heart like Monday morning during my prayer time. I ended up reading a scripture, um, which is a part of the verse that I shared at the top of the episode. And the first scripture that I read on Monday morning in my prayer time, first of all, how my prayer time has been working lately, which has been a really cool thing. is that like God will drop a word in my spirit before I wake up. And that is typically the word that I meditate on. It usually leads me somewhere, usually leads me to what God wants to say to me. Um, and it's been a really cool journey. It's it's kind of made my time with God not seem mundane or boring, but it's like I get to go on this journey and this adventure as God leads me to why this word matters, <laughs> whether it's for the day, whether it's for the week, whether it's for the month, whether it's for the you know remainder of my life, whether it's his way of leading me and guiding me to an instruction or getting me back on track. And so Monday's word was focus, right? So I hear that word, wake up, And the verse of the day on the Bible app was Colossians 3 and 1 that says, set your heart on things above. And it was super interesting because it all just started to come together for me, right? I had been kind of in this space where I was dealing with something, couldn't really articulate what it was, couldn't really articulate what was going on. And I think the reality of the situation was that a couple of months ago, I came to a moment where I needed to make a decision on something and I feel like... I don't necessarily think I made the wrong decision. I think I didn't make the right decision the right way, if that makes sense. So I think that there are, you know, I think there's times in your life where you come to a crossroads and God literally asks you, like, are you going to do this my way or are you going to do this your way? And oftentimes our way is the way that is super comfortable, the way where we can see the end of a thing, the way where we can see stability, the way where we can be extremely self-dependent. And that is not the way that, you know, the Bible talks about there's a way that seems right to a man, right? But 
there is the way of the Lord. <laughs> and that is the way that will prevail one way or another. And man, I just had like this sense of gratitude and appreciation and feeling extremely overwhelmed by how much God loves us, right? Because I think what we don't always honor him for is exposure, whether it's ourselves, whether it's our hearts, whether it's situations, whether it's situations, It's things that we are involved in. You know, we don't always honor him for the covering that comes with exposure. And it's a super weird thing to thank God for, right? When he blows up your spot, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or he like, you need to get away from this. You know, when he blows up our spot, sometimes we find ourselves angry and feeling betrayed when in actuality it is his covering. Just I want you to take a moment to think about some situation or any situation you've been in that exposure happened and then think about where you are now and how you may have not made it to the place that you're in now had God not exposed it had God not blown that thing up had he not uncovered the hidden the hidden whether it was motives the hidden agenda of the enemy to maybe detour you from overall living out your purpose and basically guys like I literally feel like my eyes have been open I feel like there are always times that I go through or there are always experiences or encounters that I have with God that reveal him to me on a deeper level. And I also feel like as God reveals himself to me on a deeper level through that, I see myself on deep, deeper levels, if that makes sense. And I feel like I have reached a point where, man, like I can see clearly now. I feel like my focus has shifted and it's really good because if I think about the camera, right, in the process in which it takes to get the camera from out of focus to in focus is there is usually a bar on the camera that turns, right? You have to adjust it. And the interesting thing is that you can do it super fast and it still be out of focus. You can, you can go like right away or you can keep turning it and nothing changes. And usually there's a button somewhere that needs to be switched so that it can go from autofocus to manual focus. And the interesting thing is that when a camera is in autofocus, it moves with the subject that it is following, right? The subject that is focused on is what it is like. Okay, so the subject that is in front of it, you can set it, whether it follows their eyes or their head or their arms or their hands. And the camera automatically focuses in on the the thing that you have directed it to focus on. And it's so interesting because I feel like as I'm sharing this with you guys, I'm getting more revelation, but it's like, I had maybe switched my camera settings to manual focus and I was choosing what I wanted to focus on versus it being an autofocus and being led by the Holy Spirit and being led um, according to God's purpose and plan for my life. And let me tell you, when your life is out of focus, okay, in actuality, it is out of alignment. You can't see anything clearly. And I think what I was asking God on Monday as he was revealing this to me is how did I get here? How did I get into a place where I seem so far from you, where I feel like I can't even hear your voice? Like, I feel like I'm stuck in this place. I can't see myself beyond the moment that I'm in. How did I get here? And his response and his answer was very simple. Disobedience, you know, sin. And it's really interesting because my pastor, I love the way that he defines sin and he just defines it simply as missing the mark. 
And if I'm completely honest, you know, as I've been walking through this journey with God, he's like, yeah, you missed the mark. Like not saying that I didn't tell you to do what you did, but did I tell you to do it that way? Did you take the safe route because you you felt like, oh, this is a God thing because it's providing, you know, with providing you with something that you wanted or it's providing a way that you don't have to worry about anything. And if I'm completely honest, what I thought would make me feel that way. It it doesn't, you know, there are still things that I worry about. You know, I don't feel super um, stable, if that makes sense, in a situation that provides stability. And so it's just, you know, I, I am a firm believer and I stand on the fact that God has never given me an instruction that I followed that didn't produce fruit. And so when I'm looking at a thing and trying to figure out if this is really what I was supposed to do, I instantly start investigating the fruit, right? I'm looking for the fruit. And here's the thing, all fruit isn't instant, right? It takes time, but there should be a thread of fruit from the decision or steps that God told you to make, right? There should be, whether it's peace in the situation, not saying that the situation is going to be perfect, not saying that the situation is going to be, you know, easy breezy, you know, beautiful cover girl. (laughs) What, Brenda? I don't know. Go just go with me, guys. But that there is a sensibility or there's there is a sensing that God is with you. Right. You have the peace of God. And I also believe that when God calls you to a thing, he gives you a grace to not only handle it, but to endure everything that comes with it. There's this grace to endure. There's this grace to maintain. There's this grace and this favor that rests to accomplish what God has sent you in to do. And my first sign that I maybe took a misstep, that I maybe missed the mark, that I maybe you know, stepped out of the will of God for my life is when I don't have a grace, right? When I don't have a grace that re- that rests on what God has told me to do. And I believe that that is God's way of getting me back in alignment, that that is God's way of helping me get back on track because it is not his desire for us to miss the mark. It's not his desire for us to be separated from him. You know, he tells us in Proverbs three and five, it's one of my favorite scriptures. I'm sure you hear it on this podcast a lot. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. A God who writes that, A God who inspires that to be written is not a God who wants you to be out of alignment with him. You know, I think about how when it's time to get your tires aligned on your car, how the car still drives, you know, it still moves. It, 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 it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop the car from moving. It doesn't stop the car from producing what it's supposed to produce. It doesn't stop the car from doing what it needs to do. The car still drives. The, the car will still get you from point A to point B, but it's a rocky, it's a rocky drive. When you, when your tires are not aligned, it don't drive the way it's supposed to. It's not a smooth ride. It's, it's a little, it's real bumpy. You know, it's a little shaky, you know, things rattle when your tires need to be aligned. And I, I, I liken that a lot to our lives, right? It's like when you miss the mark and when you are out of alignment, it isn't this quick, like, oh my God, the Lord left me. There is this gradual pacing of getting further and further away from where God has called you to be. And then you start going through things. You fall up. Like, yo, I literally feel like I saw the journey of how a person ends up from one place to the next. Like, I feel like I internally went on this journey of how people fall off into sin, how you can see that there was this person who was on fire for God and now they have nothing to do with him. They are agnostic. They don't believe. I saw the 
journey. I saw how a person can go from being like, man, I really trust in God. I believe in him. I'm for God. I'm all in to a place where it's like, does God even really exist? I saw the journey. And not to say that, you know, I was headed that way, but I do know how people get there because it starts with a missing the mark. It starts with a continuous being out of alignment with God. And here's the thing. Life doesn't stop. Prosperity doesn't stop. Producing um, fruit doesn't stop. It's just, there's just this little tiny, tiny thing in your heart that makes you feel like, yo, something is off. But here's the thing. The more you ignore it, the fainter. And the more you ignore it, the smaller and smaller that voice in your head and in your heart that's telling you something is off, the further and further away it gets because it's a continued missing of the mark when you ignore the unctioning of the Holy Spirit. When you ignore the warnings that God is giving you, it becomes quieter and quieter and then all of a sudden you're off into things and you're trying to figure out how you got there your life is out of focus and let me tell you guys I am sharing this with you because I believe that there are a lot of you who are in this season where you are like doing what you feel like God told you to do but you like yo something is off something is out of place I feel a little distant from the Lord I'm still spending time with him every day I'm reading the Bible I'm reading books you know I'm I'm listening to messages I'm doing what I'm supposed to do but something feels off. Something feels off. And I'm telling you right now that I am being your voice of warning and you need to press into him, press into that thing that makes you feel like, man, something about this isn't right. Something about my life feels a little off. I feel like I'm following what God told me to do, but something is not curling. Something isn't adding up. Something feels a little off. And let me tell you, I felt like that for a couple of months. Couldn't put my finger on it. And then I recognize that I serve a guy who, who, because I'm getting that feeling right, because I'm getting that sensing and I'm pressing in and literally my prayer the other day was like God show me if I miss the mark and then provide a way of escape or provide a way out or show me what to do next show me how to get back in alignment with you I think the thing that made this so serious and so important was that I instantly thought about the story um, where Moses strikes the rock after God tells him to speak to it. And so basically, you know, Moses is leading the children of Israel, but he felt he felt pressure. Right. They have gone a legitimate amount of time without water and they start, you know, spazzing out on Moses. They like, hey, bro, you could have left us with the Egyptians in slavery because at least we had water. <laughs> at least we could eat, you know, a couple of times out the day in spite of the fact that we were in slavery. And they start applying pressure to Moses like, bro, I don't know if you really heard from God. I don't know if this is what, you know, we were really supposed to do because we are struggling. And I don't believe that God would want us to be out here without water, you know? So Moses goes to the Lord. The Lord gives him instructions. He tells him, bring everybody together and speak to the rock and I will pour water out of it for them and all of their livestock. And so Moses and Aaron, you know, they go down and talk to the people and Moses says something. He says, let us bring water from this rock. And then Moses strikes the rock and water pours from it and the people have water and their livestock have water. And, you know, there's an interesting thing because I was wondering, you know, I had a lot of thoughts. I had a lot of thoughts. I had the first thought was that Moses said, let us bring water from this rock. He didn't say let our father bring water from this rock. And you know, you know, guys, it was very convicting to me because it made me think about the fact that how when we get in a space, right, where God is leading us and guiding us and we are 
developing fruit in the space that God has led us to and called us to, you know, sometimes we start to get things a little twisted. Like it's us that's making the things happen because God is using us as a vessel and we are simply an instrument and a tool that brings glory to his name. We sometimes get a little confused. You know, we get out of focus and we start to think that what's happening is because of us and what's happening is because of our abilities and what we are capable of doing. And I would like to submit to the jury here that that is not the case. You are only able to do what you are able to do because you serve the God that you do, because he has allowed you, he has graced you with an opportunity to be able to impact his people. But guess what? It's not for you. It's for his glory. And it's for people to have the ability to know him. Okay, so that was my first thought. I was like, dang, Moses was really tripping because he thought he was the one that was going to bring water from the rock. I'm confused. I am really confused. And then my next question was like, hey, God, if Moses didn't do like what you told him to do, he didn't follow the instruction. How come you let water pour from the rock? Like, how come you still did it in spite of the fact that Moses was completely blatantly disrespectful because speak to the rock strike the rock doesn't really they they don't sound anything alike they're not one doesn't require your arms to move (laughs) the other one does and I just feel like God was saying because it was for the sake of the people the whole purpose of him telling Moses to do what he told him to do was so that he could prove his holiness to the children of Israel. That was the goal. That was the purpose. And what I recognize is that God needed to do that regardless of how, whether or not Moses was disobedient. And I say this to share with you that sometimes God will allow your fruit to remain and he will allow you to produce things for the sake of the people who are called to your life, for the sake of the people who are attached to the thing that God has called you to do, sometimes he'll let it produce fruit even when you are out of alignment. And that blew my mind because it meant to me that you could be out of alignment, missing the mark and your life produce fruit and you be deceived to think that you are in the right space, that you're doing the right thing. And it could be the right thing in the wrong time or in the wrong place. And so I share that so that we can recognize that when we say we can't do anything without God, that we can't do anything without our Lord, that we have to rely on him and his voice and his, you know, guidance to lead us and direct us into what it is that he's calling us to do. That even means (laughs) to get ourselves back in alignment with him. Like if I'm not consistently in tune with his voice and consistently in tune with what he's saying. If I'm out of place, I can never get back there because I'm out of alignment. I'm not even seeking him to make sure like I do check ins like, hey, God, is this what you want me to do? Especially if there's this sense of uneasiness and I'm not resting. And that was the reality of what it was, guys, is that I missed the mark on something that God told me to do. I didn't do it the way that he told me to do it. And gradually over time, I started I was out of the way. I was left and he told me to go right. And I just, I think I, this week have been just overwhelmed by his love for us. Even his love that corrects us because I don't want to miss it. I don't want to live life out of focus because the reality is 
when I miss the mark in one thing, it affects how I see everything in my life. It affects how I see relationships. It's a, it affects how I see opportunities. It affects how I see everything in life is determined by the steps of obedience or disobedience that I take. And the reality is that I was living life in disobedience and didn't even recognize it, that my life was completely out of focus, that I was determining success based off the standards of society and culture. And I had honestly missed the mark because I'm because I'm not poor and because I'm not missing a payment on a bill because, you know, I have a place to live because I am seemingly successful. I thought I was good. I thought I made the right decision. And the reality is that the decision that we have to make after God usually doesn't align with the things of the world. And it can't be measured by the way that the world determines success. It's, are you pleasing God? Is your life in alignment with his purpose for you? And the reality is that some things that I had said yes to were really me saying yes to distractions that were pulling me away from the call of God on my life. And that was the reason why I'm in a thing that makes me happy, but feeling unfulfilled. And instead of like pressing into that, I started having thoughts about doing things that I haven't thought about doing in a long time. And then that's when I'm like, hey, bro, something's off. Something is completely off. I am out of alignment. God, I need my focus back. I need my focus back. I need the, and that's crazy, man, because the thing that I live by is that I only want to please God, that I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to do anything if the hand of God is not on it because my life, I have committed my life to be a life that pleases God, a life that brings glory to him. If it means that I have to move and live in a box, if it brings glory and honor to his name, I'm for it. I'm down for it. And I have to trust the fact that God is my source and everything else is a resource, whether it's a job, whether it's an opportunity, whatever it is, if it's outside of who God is, it's just a resource. And it it's not where my means to an end come from. If God gives me an instruction, I have the knowledge, I have the faith that he has me, that if he tells me to go left, that there is an alignment, that every that things are lined up. You know, there's a scripture in Ezekiel that talks about where the souls everywhere the soles of your feet shall tread upon that will you which you will possess and if God is ordering my steps then he's aligned everything that I need to be drawn to me I live my life by Matthew 6 and 33 that says seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you which means when I step on the path that is following after an instruction that God gave me my life is like a magnet it's things that I everything that I need is drawn to me that I won't go without that if God gives me a word it can't return void he can't fail and neither can I because he's the one that is leading me and guiding me and guys I just wanted to encourage you today I just wanted to let you know that if you feel like something is off if you feel like you've been living life out of focus that God is this is like a nudge like there is this thing in my heart and in my spirit that I can't even all the way fully articulate but it just feels like this subtle like urgency like it's not like a ah, I do it right now like a quick thing it's there's this subtle urgency where he's like all right it's time to make a move right it's time to shift some things it's time to get you back into alignment with what I've called you to do it's time to get you back in alignment and so the other day right we talked about what a privilege we have and sometimes we take hearing the voice of God and being able to sit with God we take that for granted and sometimes we drop the ball out of our selfishness but I truly believe that my dropping the ball was tied to the fact that I was living life out of 
focused, that I wasn't focusing on the things above, that my heart wasn't set on what God was telling me to do. I am encouraging you to read the entire chapter of Colossians 3. It will bless your life. It shows you how because you are a new creature in Christ, how you no longer set your eyes on the things of the world. Because I'm telling you guys, if you're chasing the the things that the world deems as um, you being defined as successful, you'll miss God because he is not in the things of the world. God is in the thread of the things that brings glory to his name. And it usually causes you to go low. The way up is down. And so I am urging you to pay attention to that small voice that is in your heart, the, the voice that is whispering in your head. It is the Holy Spirit and he's trying to get your attention. God is taking that 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 control on that camera and he's moving it. He's trying to get you back in focus. He's trying to say, hey, focus on me. Focus on me. I think about Peter. We talk about him all the time, but I think about how he didn't start to sink until he took his eyes off of God. And I'm asking you to put your eyes back on him. You don't have to drown. He's just, he, this is, this is your, man, this is his way of getting your attention. He just wants you to live life and focus. He wants you to focus on the things that he's calling you to. There are lives that depend on you being focused on God, that, that, that depend on you being focused on his voice, that depends on you being aligned with his word and the, and the call that he has on your life. There are lives that depend on it, especially yours. Your life depends on you being in alignment because when you're out of alignment, you're out of his covering, you're out of his will, and there's no protection there. So I'm praying that God will just speak to you as you listen to this podcast. And even once it's over, just take a moment to sit with him. Take a moment to ask him, you know, man, God, show me where the parts of my life that are out of alignment with you, that are out of alignment with where you've called me to be, that are out of alignment with your overall purpose and plan for my life. Just pray that prayer and sit and he'll show you. Just trust that he will show you in that in an instant. We talked about it the other day. Repentance. When you repent, there should be a shift in your life. And so God, we right now in this moment, repent for missing the mark wherever we did it. And we thank you for revealing it to us. Show us where we missed the mark. Show us where we are out of alignment with you, God, and put us back there, that each of us are jointly fit together to be the body of Christ, right? To bring people to you. But if one, the arm can't do what the foot is supposed to do, the hand can't do what the ear is supposed to do, God. So wherever we are out of alignment as it relates to you, God, we ask that you would give us an adjustment, that you would align our wheels so that our car can ride smoothly, that you would adjust our vertebrae so that we can be in alignment with you, God, that you would just man that you would just get us back on track that we don't want to miss the mark and we thank you for the grace that abounds when we do that gets us right back into alignment with you and so God I am thankful for this moment not just for me but for everyone who is listening everyone who is under the sound of my voice God that you carved out this moment before the beginning of time to get them right back on track the amazing thing is that you knew we would miss the mark and you still chose us and so we are grateful God we honor you we don't take the assignment and the call in our lives for granted God we love you and we cannot wait to see what you would do in and through us and we say Lord have your way may our lives be what you intended for them to be before the beginning of time before you separated heaven and earth you saw us you knew us and so we are praying that we would align with who you saw in that time even if we can't recognize it even if it seems beyond how we can see ourselves right now God we take on your perspective of our life in Jesus name guys I pray 
that something was said today that has shifted your life and put it into perspective. I pray that you will no longer live life out of focus. And today we got our focus back. This is Life in Perspective. I love you. We out.